Welcome to Awesome Movie Year, the podcast where we look back at an awesome year for movies, which is every year. My name is Josh Bell, film critic and writer, and I'm here with my co-host. I'm Jason Harris, comedian, filmmaker, lion tamer. Whoa. Okay. Do you have a lion? I'll tame it. No. Why would I have a lion? Uh, Because you have long hair and no one can predict what's going to happen next with you. That relates to lions? I'm just saying, if I can't predict what's going to happen next with I you. I might have a lion exactly. or I might like. A samurai sword. I sure. Yeah. Why not? Could I have neither of those things. things. But when I was in Kingman, Arizona, once I was driving, uh, you know, through Kingman and there's a gas station. If you don't know about Kingman, it's like kind of like the corridor to either Las Vegas or Phoenix. You're going to one of those places. You stop in Kingman and then you. You go on a different highway to get to I the I can't wait to find out where this is going. <laughs> and uh, So we stopped at this convenience store to get gas. And uh, at the convenience store in Kingman, there was a whole section of samurai swords. Oh, and, wow. Um, I thought you were going to say there was a lion. No. But either way, uh, there's a lot of meth in Kingman. I bet. And meth and samurai swords go really well together. Yeah. And lions, too. Yeah, so. all of it. Anyway... We are at the end of our season on the films of 1989. We talked about uh, 13 films that we picked out, but there were a lot of other potential options. So as we've done in previous seasons, we've got a little epilogue here talking about other possible films we could have covered. But before we do, let's take a look back. Roll the montage. Yes. No, we don't have a montage. Okay. No montage, but... uh, We actually, I should say we talked about 14 movies because we started the season with a special Christmas episode on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And we didn't really talk about any other options because how many Christmas movies are there in a given year? But there was one other like sort of beloved Christmas movie in 1989, Prancer. Have you seen this? No, but uh, hey, it gives us another option for next year. Kids will keep putting out the Christmas specials. Christmas. And I wanted to also mention, I don't think I brought this up when we were coming up with a Christmas episode, but the unbelievably terrible cult classic Elves is also, which is a Christmas horror movie, is also from 1989. And really, if we ever get to a point, you know, with picks, if we're thinking of like, I'm going to make these guys watch this movie. I have endured Elves and really inflicting it on others. (laughs) Well, (laughs) hey. Uh, Josh, did you ever see Prancer? I haven't seen Prancer, but I've seen Elves. But here's the other connection is we just got done with our audience choice. Yeah. Lethal Weapon 2. And the big argument around the original Lethal Weapon is, is it a Christmas movie? The same way people ask, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That's true. So I guess we could have done Lethal Weapon. Well, not because it was not from 1989. Right. But uh, Lethal Weapon 2, not a Christmas movie. Definitely. Not even a july 4th movie or no holidays in movie. that movie at all no reference to arbor day no secretary's no, day no you didn't have any were there any other christmas movies that we talked we about? really looked hard we couldn't i yeah. don't think we i mean we picked the right one obviously yeah we did yeah sorry prancer fans hey man john hughes you know i love john hughes you do you do so our box office champion was batman and as we mentioned a couple times that was the number one movie in north america The number one movie worldwide and number two in North America was Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Some other big box office movies were Back to the Future Part 2, Look Who's Talking, which I feel like has really been consigned to the dust heap of pop culture. You know, and people always say that Travolta's comeback wasn't until uh, 94, which we talked about. We did. Yes, in uh, season one. Uh Uh-huh. Roll the clip uh, with uh, Pulp Fiction. But hey, man, he had a number one huge hit here in 89 with uh, 
Bruce Willis and was Kirstie, Kirstie Alley. It was Kirstie Alley yeah. and John Travolta were the on-screen people and Bruce yeah. Willis as the voice of the baby. Yeah. Bruce so. Willis and Travolta teaming up pre-Pulp Fiction. <laughs> amazing. That's amazing no, right there. No, it is a terrible. Hey, but Josh, also, you know, Last Crusade, that was part of our audience choice uh, pick. So Last Crusade uh, had a lot of... Uh, a lot of inroads to this season. It did, and yet we didn't it. end up covering it. And Lethal Weapon 2, number three, as we said in the last episode, highest uh, grocer in North America, number six worldwide. Yes, and number five, a movie that comes up in multiple categories here, number five worldwide was Dead Poets Society. which yeah, uh, Oscar nominee. It is indeed, and I still haven't ever seen. Yeah, um, you should maybe watch it. Yeah, maybe someday. So the first feature, so many choices. Yeah, there was some interesting. I don't know what else you came up with. We we talked about um, Cameron Crowe's "Say Anything," and the one suggestion that I saw that you had made was Todd Solon's film, which I had never heard of. Yeah, fear, anxiety, and depression. Still don't know much about it, but I think it would be worth looking into. Yeah, I mean that's one of those things where "Welcome to the Dollhouse" was not his first movie, but is the really the first one that people found out about. So I'm not sure, kind of what he was doing before that really and what you what else did you guys have uh for suggestions well i mean i know i know there were a couple others that we did talk about in other categories we mentioned sex, sex lies. lies and videotape and roger and me those were both first features uh i noted down christopher guests the big picture yeah my left foot which was an oscar nominee that's jim sheridan's first film uh, Kenneth Branagh's uh, Henry V. Oscar winner for Best Actor. That's right? true. I'm, I'm a nominee for Best Picture. Um, and then another movie that I'm not that aware of where the director went on to do bigger things was Jane Campion's uh, Sweetie, which was also a movie that played at Cannes. Yeah, I also had on there, uh, you know, because this is 89 and he was such a big presence in the 90s. And I do want to talk about him one of these seasons. John Dahl's Kill Me Again. Oh, yeah. Uh, Paul Greengrass did Resurrected in 89. I don't know that one at all. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids by Joe Johnston. You know? <laughs> Joe John, you know Joe Johnston has actually been a relatively influential director somehow. I think so, and that's a that's a fun movie. I watched yeah. it again with my daughter recently. It's good. I and then the last one is, and you know, I don't really know what to make of this because Slacker is Linkletter's first movie, right? No, no, he made uh, what is it called? Uh, it's, impossible. it's impossible to learn how. It's like a, a, a super low budget, maybe even a student film, but it, it happened, is a feature. It happened in '89, oh, okay. so that would have been a good. Yeah, one that's us. interesting. I mean, that's another one I think, like the Todd Solon's movie, where everyone knows a different movie as like the, the first. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was Slacker, but that was the breakout, and it ha it's impossible to learn how to plow by reading books. 89 yeah i mean it was a movie that he made i think he's also the star of it that he just kind of made on his own and but it, it is it is a feature film he's also in slacker yes dave what did did you have anything or no no uh i i had uh, uh honey i shrunk the kids but yeah. i didn't i never would have thought of that but that's uh i know dave uh by the way we're, we're so proud of little davy growing up <laughs> watching some of the movies this season yeah he watched you know. what at least four movies that we talked about this season sounds about right so he'll be yeah. chiming in you know and uh look at look at what happens when you eat all rice and no beans yeah uh, <laughs> so the winner the palm door winner at the Cannes film festival that we talked about was steven soderbergh sex lies and videotape which was also his first feature some of the other films that were at Cannes, notable films that year include spike lee's do the right thing Jim Jarmusch's Mystery Train, uh, Jane Campion's Sweetie, as I mentioned, uh, Cinema Paradiso, which is, I know, a fan, uh, Jason is a fan of, 
Patrice Leconte, Monsieur Here, which uh, I like Patrice Leconte, even though he's kind of, he's not as well known. And Alejandro Jodorowsky's Santa Sangre, which probably is totally insane as his yeah. movies usually are. Um, I think the biggest omission to the season, yeah, the place where we failed, Josh, uh-huh. and we got to be critical of ourselves. Sure. We do the right thing is such an important movie of this year. Like, and it's such a great movie. Like yeah. I highly recommend people watch it. It's still relevant to this day. So imagine what it was like when it came out, you know, now 31 years ago. I almost feel like you guys should do like a bonus episode for like, my patreon or something all like three that. of the patreons get to hear that episode do you have a patreon going now yeah all right i'm down if you're down josh yeah. i haven't seen it in so long i love that movie yeah i've seen it more recently but i mean i think that in indiana jones i mean obviously that isn't as culturally yeah. important but that movie came up so much as like a possibility and that we didn't end up getting to i think dave you might be onto Those something and big movies right we've talked about them in so many other episodes right i mean there's always this is the thing about this and why we do this epilogue is because there's always so many movies we could just go on and on with any of these years. You're, really. you're right. You're right. But I do think like if you, you know, were writing, you'd say like a historical look at 1989, do the right thing is the, the movie that I think might, that and Sex Lies are probably the two that you, that stand out more than any to me. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're right. Um, our flop that we talked about was The Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Uh, Jason, I think you had suggested Cadillac Man starring Clint Eastwood as that possibility for that. I've never, have you seen that? No, thankfully. <laughs> uh, looking, we actually briefly mentioned We're No Angels, the comedy starring Robert De Niro and Sean Penn as people, criminals pretending to be priests. That we should have, we should have done that at some point. And so. that's one that I think Terry Gilliam complained that none of the people involved in that movie got, you know, vilified for its failure, whereas he did yeah. for his failure in Moonchild. Right. And, you know, Sean Penn, we we all love his comedy from uh, <laughs> both Fast Penn, Times. Though, yeah. But, well, yeah. You know. But I mean, I think both Sean Penn and Robert De Niro are definitely not people you think of as like funny guys pretending to be priests. Right. Although Sean Penn, I got to say, in stuff like Hurley Burley, there's a random pick out. Yeah. I've him. never seen that. He can be really funny sometimes. OK. Yeah. And that movie was directed by Neil Jordan, also not someone who's known for making comedy. Oh, so. man, we got to watch that. Yeah. Jay, put it on the Patreon. There you go. <laughs> and the other flop that I thought of was uh, She-Devil, starring Roseanne Barr and Meryl Streep, which I've never seen, but I'm sure is also a ridiculous experience. Yeah, it would have been a good good one, but um, we learned a lot with Munchausen. Yeah, I think we, it was interesting to talk about. We grew as people. As that's the goal of this podcast. Yeah. So did you have any other flop no, I ideas? Think I, I think you you have a good list there. Thank you. Uh, our documentary pick was Roger and Me by Michael Moore. And there was uh, like there was no discussion of, of doing anything Get else. Get out of here every other documentary. It is, a, it is also his first feature. If we had thought of something else, uh, For All Mankind, the documentary about the moon landing, which uh, was the documentary uh, audience winner and jury winner at Sundance that year and was also Oscar nominated and has come back in the conversation recently with Apollo 11. That probably would have been the other main choice. The Oscar winner for best documentary was Common Threads, Stories from the Quilt. 
which is a movie that I don't think anyone really talks about anymore. Is it about the AIDS quilt? It is indeed about the AIDS quilt, which was a very relevant topic in 1989, yeah. but I don't know if it... Roger, me, it's got to be made. Yes, We absolutely. made the right choice. I do have a fringe edition, uh, though. Oh, please. Depeche Mode 101. Yes, I like it. So. Fantastic documentary. Is, is, that, is it a con- just a concert movie? Or? It's concert and behind the scenes and on the tour and stuff like was that. Was it directed by someone interesting? I think Anton Corbin. Oh, okay. All right. He's somebody. I asked yeah. Dave about Depeche Mode 101. I said, do you like him? He said, I just can't get enough. <laughs> That's a great Depeche Mode joke there. Really. <laughs> I thought it was Solid good, work. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Dave, uh, recently, there was, there, there was another Depeche Mode documentary recently. Did yeah, you go see that? Past year. Yeah, yeah, it was great. All right. I said, Dave. Are oh, you no. still no going to make Depeche, Depeche jokes. Mode jokes? And he said, never again. And yeah. I said, never again is what you swore the time before, Dave. Okay. <laughs> my pick was Heather's, which is, is my favorite movie of all time. So it was clearly what I was going to pick. Um, and there weren't that many other possibilities in terms of things that I like as much. I mean, actually, because we talked about Batman, which is another absolute favorite of mine, and UHF, which ended up being Dave's pick, and that is another absolute favorite. Um, the only one, uh, other one that I thought of was Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which I, I do love and, and is kind of a similar, you know, goofy comedy pick. Um, but other than that, I mean, Heather's is that if you just told me, like, pick a movie, <laughs> that's my pick. That's a different podcast. Yes. Welcome to pick a movie. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my pick. Um, our our foreign film was Pedro Almodovar's Tie Me Up, Tie Me Down, which I think we were a bit disappointed in. And I know I had uh, argued in favor of covering that. Yeah. Jason, you wanted us to talk about Cinema Paradiso. Yeah. Which you and love, I, I guess. Are you a big fan of that I one? I liked it. I liked it a lot. And it's a movie about movies and movie theater. So yes. I thought it would be relevant to um, our movie podcast pick a movie so (laughs) but there were a few others yeah uh, there's other ones too um did what what other ones did you note down Uh, tetsuo the iron man oh okay uh, yeah that's a crazy cult movie sukamoto kiki's delivery service by miyazaki definitely we talked about that one yeah yeah john woo the killer that would have probably been my pick if we had done one over cinema paradiso no, probably Cinema Paradiso, okay. but we're, we like you're, mixing you're just, it up. You're just really in the tank for Cinema Paradiso. Well, I think it was an important uh, film and a very good movie. Yeah. And then I guess, could you, I mean, The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover, right? I mean, that's a movie in English, I believe. But is it, does it count as an international feature? I mean, I think we're thinking of this in the way the Oscars do, which okay. is a movie that's not Different in English. Language. Yeah. But wasn't that the movie that we talked about that also led to the NC-17? Yes, yes. Writing, we, did, we, we did talk about, about that. That and... Uh, was it sex lies or what was it no was it a was different movie something that, else this is yeah the, one of the movies uh well, anyway. your movies josh this is pick a movie after yeah all. yeah um those were the other foreign films that i noted as potential uh another hong kong film god of gamblers which launched a huge franchise there that also stars chow yun fat as who also stars in the killer and i mentioned patrice leconce monsieur here which is a pretty well-regarded film and i yeah. just i like that filmmaker jason your pick my pick was Sex, Lies, and Be- no, <laughs> no, it was it was when Harry met Sally, which I still regard as the greatest romantic comedy of all time. What uh, did you have any other I, potential I had, picks? I did. There were a few things that look. Here were things that I wrote down. Uh, we had already mentioned Do the Right Thing, which could have been hit a number of categories. Um, the the one I was gonna pick was Uncle Buck because we have been talking so much about John Hughes. And it's a great movie. And uh, man, John Candy's so good. So talented. 
Um, you know, New York Stories came out in 89, which is, you know, a trilogy of short films with Scorsese, Woody Allen, and Coppola, the and a, a young Kirsten Dunst in the Coppola one, if I remember. Mm, all right. The best one being the um the uh Scorsese one with uh with a very angst-filled artist of Nick Nolte. You know, that's the character he plays. Uh, let's see the dream team, Michael Keaton. Come on. That's a fun one. I right? never, I had, I noted that you had suggested it as a cult classic as well. I had never heard of that movie. Really? I guess. Yeah. Right, I, he plays like a mental patient that gets other mental patients out. That was a fun movie. Uh, this, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Um, and then, I mean, I guess this could have gotten as a cult classic to weekend at Bernie's was 89. Do you actually like weekend at Bernie's? I don't know. I haven't watched it in that many years. It might've no, been something, okay. you know, right. um, Josh, you and I watched about 10 years ago, probably the fabulous Baker boys with the no, bridges. I, I don't think I've seen that. Did we watch really? that? I don't yeah. recall ever having seen it. The bridges brothers and, I, and Michelle, Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, I know what it is. I didn't think I'd ever seen it. Well, did we watch it with, in our little film club or something? I thought so, but maybe I we did. It. It's good. Yeah. Then the two others, Drugstore Cowboy, which we talked about, you know, Van Zandt. Maybe movie. that is that the NC-17 one? I think that might have been. I don't yeah. know. Dave, look it up. And uh, The Little Mermaid came out in 89, didn't it? It did. Is that yeah. is that a favorite of yours? My daughter likes it. Okay. So, but Scarlet's I mean, Pick. Are we going to have Scarlet's Pick in yeah, our next season? It. Little so. Mermaid does rule. Yeah. It's a great movie. Yeah. All right. All right. But it would have been it would have been Uncle Buck and then probably do the right thing. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. I think we've talked about John Hughes plenty. I've never seen Uncle Buck, though. We only talked about him in reference to... Well, Christmas Vacation. Yeah. yeah. So we haven't really and talked I, I, about yeah, him. Yeah, I guess I feel like he's come up a lot. But, um, well, it was the 80s, man. Right. He come up a lot. He, and I think he's coming up. Uh, we have something on the way maybe in the future. The Sundance winner that we talked about was True Love, which was an interesting discovery for us that I thought we were, we were happy to check that movie out that not a lot of people have heard of. Yeah, that was great. Great. Uh, if you're talking about like looking back at like one of the high points of pick a movie, the podcast. <laughs> yeah. We picked that movie and it was really good. Yeah. I liked it. So elsewhere at Sundance, as I said, for all mankind won the jury prize and the audience award for documentary sex lies and videotape did win the audience award. We of course talked about it related to can a movie called powwow highway won the filmmakers trophy, a road movie about uh, native Americans other films, notably, that were at Sundance that year include Christopher Guest's The Big Picture, Heather's, which, of course, we talked about, and uh, Miracle Mile, which is a bit of a cult movie as well. I don't know that movie. With Matthew Modine is about the uh, an impending nuclear holocaust, and it's like the, the last hour, I think, before it's uh, about to happen. Wasn't he, he in War Games also? He's all in the... Maybe. Yeah, he loves these nuclear holocaust films. Yes. All right. He loves cool. the nuclear holocaust. Yeah. Uh, Dave, you picked UHF. Did you have any other options? Yeah. Uh, Which so, also could have been our cult pick. Or, sure. yeah, or our flop pick or my own personal pick. There it definitely had a lot of possibilities. You mentioned Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That totally could have been on my list. Uh, I have two others, though. Uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil. The yeah. Richard Pryor, Gene Wilder. Yep. I've never seen that. Oh, great. And well, I haven't seen it forever, but it, I loved it. I and loved it too back in the day. Those two were gold. Not as celebrated, uh, The Wizard, the Wh Nintendo movie with Which? Fred Savage. Do you, do you actually like that movie? I don't remember, but I, I, I loved it as a kid. I'm and I defending almost Dave made on you guys one. watch it. So. I had that on my list of cult movies. Yeah. And uh, I loved it when I was a kid too. And I still remember, you know, when he gets to the tournament. And, Jimmy, 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 Jimmy Woods. <laughs> Man, I, I went to that tournament, by the way. Oh, my really? God. Really competed. 
I didn't wow. do it was, very well. That was the you, you, were, you were not the wizard? I was not the wizard. Was that uh, the intro Sadly. to Super Mario 3, right? Yes, wasn't that's it where the, they introduced wasn't the, the game. The, the power glove also introduced in that? I believe so. Yeah, yeah I, I saw that movie in the theater, but I feel like even as a kid, I realized it was dumb. <laughs> Dave, put it on the Patreon list. <laughs> I did have that on my cult class. Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair to say it has a cult following, but it's bad. Um, <laughs> the best picture winner was Driving Miss Daisy. The other nominees for Best Picture that year, Born on the Fourth of July, My Left Foot, Field of Dreams, and Dead Poets Society. The only one of those I've seen is Field of Dreams. Have you seen those, Jason? Uh, Field of Dreams. Okay, yeah. So, but others certainly, whether they're all great, but I can't say, but certainly movies that have, you know, remained known. Another uh, big... uh... Oscar, I might have won, or if it didn't win, it got a lot of nominations. Crimes and Misdemeanors, Woody Allen. Oh, yeah, I do like that movie. I've seen that. Um, Yeah, cult-wise, there was a lot of possibilities. We chose Gleaming the Cube, and we've mentioned a few other possibilities. can we just say, what a pick that was. That was... (laughs) A pick. You picked, we said pick a movie. And we picked We picked that movie, and it was a movie. (laughs) (laughs) So it checked off all the boxes. Yeah, it did. The Burbs, the Joe Dante film with Tom Hanks, I think was maybe one I had mentioned. Earth Girls Are Easy could have been a a fun cult one. Patrick Swayze and Roadhouse, which I've never seen, but people have a weird affinity for that movie. Fantastic. Yeah. Featuring pro wrestling Hall of Famer Terry Funk. Wow. Well, if it has a pro wrestling connection, I'm surprised you weren't uh, all over that. Well, I mean, Christian Slater skateboarded in Gleaming the Cube, Josh. It was like, okay, pick uh, six can, of one, half right, dozen of the other. Yeah. So. Um, Cyborg starring Jean-Claude Van Damme, directed by uh, a Las Vegas resident, Albert Pune. And then you already mentioned Weekend at Bernie's and the Dream Team. Did you have other cult classics? The Wizard. I mean, oh, right. that was the list. So, yeah, 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 yeah. The Wizard. <laughs> um, our audience choice winner was Lethal Weapon 2. It was up against Ghostbusters 2 and Back to the Future 2 in our blockbuster sequels matchup. And we did have a bunch of discussion. We had a lot of good ideas, I thought, for that. Yeah, uh, various configurations of movies. Um which I think was a lot of things that we we have talked about, some like teen movies and uh this is what we had. We had horror franchises running out of steam. Oh yeah, that was my call, which probably yeah. would have been fun for me and not for you. Friday the thirteenth, part eight, Jason takes Manhattan, Nightmare on Elm Street Five, The Dream Child, Halloween Five, The Revenge of Michael. Myers. Those movies are all really bad. Then we were gonna have Teenagers Save the Day, aka Dude Adventures, which were three that we already mentioned, Gleaming the Cube, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure Weekend at Bernie's. And then there was Save the Kids, which was Uncle Buck, The Wizard, and Lean on Me, which that would have been that, I feel like we got a more consistent uh matchup with what we ended up with. Family first, uh Parenthood, another good, very good comedy from 1989. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. We talked about uh Last Crusade, Indiana Jones, Uncle Buck. And then we had the major auteurs, which was uh, do the right thing from Spike Lee, Peter Weir, Dead Poets Society, Gus Van Zandt, Drugstore, uh, Cowboys. So those were the lists. I think Blockbusters was the right choice. Yeah, you guys I, convinced me. You swayed me. Right. And I think it's good for those. We get three movies that all have a chance of winning that all seem kind of on the same level. And that was an interesting matchup for us. So that was all our categories. And then um, special shout out to uh, JC from the Screen Fix podcast who has tweeted us dozens of times about <laughs> Turner and Hooch, which we definitely did not cover nor consider covering, but he really wanted us to. I saw it in the theater. I'm going to spoil it. 
right now if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Hooch dies. Hooch dies? And then what the hell? It's a new dog, and it's like, man, he gets Hooch, Hooch dies, too? Like, it's kill it's it's over for me, man. Man, yeah. Yeah. I don't like that. Movie. Not no. cool. <laughs> Did have you seen that movie, Dave? No, I've never seen it. Well, I think I people would have been happier if Turner died. Yeah. And, and <laughs> that is so Tom true. Hanks is right. beloved. Yeah. yeah. I would honestly put money that maybe JC from Screen Fix has also not seen Turner and Hooch. I don't think Hooch. he has. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, when we initially posted about doing this season, we had a few other suggestions. Uh, my sister Brandy suggested Troop Beverly Hills with Shelley Long. Yes. And uh, I just saw Troop Zero on uh, Amazon Prime. And it, it's a little, uh, you know. Similar to Troop Beverly yeah, Hills? Yeah, but not really at all. No, oh, it's okay. like the opposite, but the same. Sure. Yeah. Um, I've never seen True Beverly Hills. And we mentioned Dead Poet Society a bunch. Allison Duck had suggested that. Ryan Olbrich suggested uh, Loverboy with Patrick Dempsey, I think. Is Ooh. he a pizza delivery guy yeah. in that movie? Yeah. Um, and he had also suggested Roadhouse. And then Greg Philmont suggested a couple obscure things, um, starting with the movie Reuben and Ed, starring Crispin Glover, which was released in 1991. So good job there, Greg. That's uh, how obscure it was. It wasn't <laughs> even released in that year. He also suggested How to Get Ahead in Advertising, starring Richard E. Grant, which did come out in 1989. I had not heard of either of those movies. What um, about Jeremy and Bo? Our fa- our I, I, you know, I was looking. Um, if they posted somewhere else, I didn't see it. Did you grab any other of our social media suggestions, Jason? Yeah, I don't have time for that. All right. Well, we're, we're, we're sorry to anybody who may have uh, tweeted or Facebooked us and we missed it. But we love them. And uh, we're going to need your suggestions coming up on the new season. We are. Do we want to say what our next season will be? Yes. We are going back to one of the all-time great blockbuster years, perhaps in a galaxy far, far away. What? 1977. <laughs> yes. None of us were born back then. No, but movies still existed. Somehow, some way, the movies were there. And yes. we're going to talk about those films, Josh. I think you know what the box office champ was. And uh, it's a little film called Star Wars. Yes. So that will kick us off. And there's a lot of interesting films in that year, not just blockbusters, but all sorts of stuff. So should we name one or two that we, that uh, we might cover? You know, huh? I mean, you know, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'm very excited for our documentary. Pumping Iron with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That yeah. Would be one. And uh, we were going to name one other one. Um, pick a movie, Jason. Pick a movie. I'm going to pick the best picture, Annie Hall, which is a f- freaking awesome movie. Annie Hall is great. I'm looking forward to seeing Annie Hall again. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, look for that in our next season premiere and uh, follow us on the social media. Follow us on the social media, guys. Look, if Dave can watch the movies, you can follow us on the social media. I'm Jason Harris Comedy on Facebook. Instagram and I'm Jay Harris comedy on Twitter. My website work in progress. Shall we say go for Jason.com. We're at awesome and awesome movie pod on Twitter. Awesome movie year on Facebook and Instagram. I'm at Josh bell hates everything.com. Josh bell hates everything on Facebook and at signal bleed on Twitter. And listen to our producer, David Rosen's awesome podcast, Piecing It Together. You can find Piecing It Together wherever you listen to this podcast and also follow us on social media at PiecingPod. So tune in next time for Star Wars. Season four. Thanks for listening to Awesome Movie Year. Thank you for listening to Awesome Movie Year. Make sure to follow Awesome Movie Year on Facebook, at Awesome Movie Pod on Twitter, and at Awesome Movie Year on Instagram. And if you like the show, review us and rate us with five stars on Apple Podcasts. Hold up. 
and All Points West. 